Test, test. Hey guys, welcome to Dunn and Drew. Thank you for joining us. It is draft week. Almost. Yes, yeah, well, so a week from today, we'll be blacked in Vegas. We actually have a surprise announcement. Two more A-tier players have been named as guests to this party. Goats, Tre- you could say. Trevor Lawrence. We have got the confirmation that Trevor Lawrence will be in attendance. So Andy will finally meet his celebrity man crush and Barry Sanders. Your man crush. My man crush, one of the greatest running backs of all time. Lions legend. Yeah, like He's considered by a lot to be the greatest running back of all time. And he's just like, you know, he's at the draft party. Yeah, he's just going to be chilling at the draft party, 8 to 10. We have a full schedule of the players that will be there and what times will be there coming out on Monday. Why we the NFL schedule. <laughs> um, so that will be released before Tuesday. We're getting down to it. We have 137 plus auction items. Um, we're going to be raffling off a London trip, giving away a signed pair of Tony Baselli shoes. It's going to be lit. Um, I'm just very tired right now from my little... 30-hour adventure, but... Tell us about it. I have a rant, rave, and a review. Oh, we do those still? If we bring in that back. My review is... Oh, oh, shit. Wrong wrong button. button. I don't think there's a a song for it, but... My review is for City Field, the where the Mets play. I've only been to, like... Here he goes. I've only been to, like, three baseball stadiums, been Padres, Yankees, and now the Mets. And I haven't flown into LaGuardia in years. But last time I did, there was a lot of construction. There was still a lot of construction. Again... But we're in the back end of the terminal, like Terminal D, like the last plane in the terminal. Terminal. I think they do that for like the smaller planes, the smaller flights that are insignificant because no one takes them. But anyway, I got off the plane. I'm getting out of the terminal and I look out the window and I see City Field right there and U.S. Open Stadium right next to it. Just plain sight. Shout out to Arthur Ashe real quick. Who's that? Arthur Ashe? Yeah. That's the name of the... I know, I know. Oh. So who is, Tennis that? player. It's a legend. They a legend? Uh, sure. <laughs> so I, I was like, I got to make it a goal to go see that stadium or get a tour. But I never got a tour. I just went before I went to City Field. So that area is very beautiful. I've never been to Queens. I've been to Manhattan and I've been to Brooklyn. But I've never been to Queens. My first time in Queens. This was my first time seeing Arthur Ashe up close. King of Queens. And it's beautiful over there. It's like... I thought Queens was a hood, but I guess that's the Bronx. Um, but, like, there's this beautiful park right next to the tennis arena. Uh, just, I got to go back. Um, and City Field was nice as well. Uh, granted, I had sweet tickets, but it was it was a nice ballpark. You know, it was compact. It was cute. It was, it was a good experience. It was a very good experience, even though well, we, we'll talk. I'll talk later, but. Uh, About. Little upset with. The client. Oh. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah. Oh, the actual, like, day that I had at the... Yeah, should we do that now? Yeah. or? I mean, it's part of the review, but I want to get into the other things. But uh, what is my rave? Fuck, what was the rave? Citibank. No, no, no. City Shit, Field. They're at the top of my head. Oh, my rave was... Cityscape. We have now been a Jags pod for a month now. Well, hold on. Pause. Mm-hmm. Should I address... Should I let you keep going, or should I poke a hole in that? Poke a hole. Poke We're me. no longer a Jaguars podcast. Oh, oh. We're a Jaguars YouTube channel. channel. Oh, here he goes. The podcast is back to normal, baby. 9 to 5, 24-7. <laughs> Let's go. 365. You know what to expect. It's done in Drew, baby. Cap. Um, our- <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a normal, it's a normal pod now. It's the channel is with Jaguars. Yeah, so we've been a Jags channel for a month now. And my rave is that Andy been holding it down. He been holding it down with the solo videos. I know he says it's awkward, but he keep cranking them out when mm. I'm gone. So they must not be too awkward for him. It's still awkward. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine like just, oh, I can, but like just <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can. S- sitting here and yeah, it's weird with the light on the quiet. <laughs> I get, I get roasted every now and then for like touching my mic too much. It's cause I'm nervous. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to else, what else to do. I guess you just got to. Interact with the camera. And I always, like, I I can't host something by myself for very long. I run out of things to say. My mind doesn't keep up with, 
how fast I talk and I don't really talk very fast. My mm-hmm. mind's just slow. I'll eventually <laughs> run out of things and I'll, I'll be stumped and I'll be like, uh, but if when you're here with me, you can interject oh, Hello. when I have, um, when I have pauses, I was waiting for you. I know sometimes when you pause, I don't interject and I just let the dead space ride. Yikes. But, um, otherwise, you know, I got something to say, but anyway, been grinding, you know, the thumbnail game, him and Colin been putting it on for the city and the subs are rising. So it was a, it was a good move to switch over. And once the football season starts, I can only see it going up from here. So we need one Super Bowl win and I think we can do it full time. Do we, do we need the Super Bowl win or do we just need, maybe we, we need, need hope like a little, like a little glimpse. Oh, shit, of, we got hope right now. His name's Trayvon Walker, oh baby. Some people have hope. I'm not there. I'm just here to make money and Yikes. make this content. Say so he don't care about you. You're I, just a dollar figure. I said make this content. Oh, well. I've been making it. I've been making this content before I got paid. Shit. I was going to fucking, well, 2017 was the first year. So that was a fu- very fun year. But 2018, 2019, boy, well, we did go on a hiatus. Guess we were just here for the money. Um... <laughs> But yes, that's my rave. Good job, Andy. Where's the clap sound? Cha cha cha. We don't have one. Oh, no, nope, mid. Don't have we, one. We need a bigger board, buddy. Oh, we could do just play the intro. We've been missing this. Yes. Welcome to Dun Drew, baby. And I still won't grow up. I'm a grown ass kid. Swear I should be locked up for stupid sh- that I did. But I'm a champion. So I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire. Get my soul through the wire. You only see that if you watch the video. <laughs> And lastly, my rant. Oh, sorry. Oh, wow. Go ahead. <laughs> my rant is that the NFL, I don't, I guess I haven't noticed if they've done this before, but they're releasing their 2022 schedule in parts. What do you mean in parts? So, like, they're announcing the first Thursday night football game of the year during the first round of the draft. Okay. So, they're going to drop oh, that first. Interesting. Then they're giving us the international schedule, May 4th. Then they're giving okay. select games, May 9th, the week of May 9th, so not even a specific date. And then clubs to announce their first home game opponent. Oh, my God. Thursday, May 12th at 6 p.m. <laughs> so they're doing all of these little boom, First boom, home, boom, what boom. about the rest? Then the rest come at 8 p.m. that night. Oh, wait, what time can they do the home opponent? 6 p.m. What the fuck? So they're going <laughs> to, every home team's going to announce their first opponent to get us all, you know, get Tickler Pitsies. Oh, it's the first team we play. <laughs> Let's see the rest. <laughs> so we're getting that at 6 p.m. They're like, oh, well, wait. You can't get the rest of the schedule for two more hours. What's the point? Just I, drop it all. And you know, everything leaks like a couple hours early. So you know Schefter going to be tweeting all of that shit anyway. So everything's like advanced, maybe an hour that we know, that we know things. Um, but maybe it's, it kind of sounds like they've sprinkled out the schedule release, kind of how we learn about it naturally, except for the draft. I don't think we really know any games by draft day. Isn't draft day fun enough? Like why why we gotta add why we gotta add this to it? <laughs> Thursday night football game, like Yay. the first for Thursday night football game. They're gonna know. why because it's Thursday night first round of the draft. That's cute, I guess. Roger, it. Roger. Um, speaking of draft day and week one NFL season, um, we posed a question to our audience, which is you. We asked you, what is your favorite NFL day of the year? Is it NFL kickoff, not the Thursday night, but the Sunday, the week one Sunday slate of games, NFL red zone returns. Uh, your favorite team is O and O, and all hope is residing inside you. Or is it NFL Championship Weekend, which is the conference championship in the playoffs? Or is it the Super Bowl? Or is it Free Agency Day One, which was absolutely insane this year? It was. Uh, or is it Draft Day? So let's listen to yours. I'll tell you mine. After we, uh, or should I say mine first? Oh, I thought I was going to be like, wow, that's nice of you to 
let everybody get theirs in yeah, first. Yeah, well, I'm not going to. Since <laughs> um, my favorite is draft day. Well, that is cap. After why is last it cap? year? It's because after the last year? What do you mean? Oh, well, I guess that makes sense because you like the Jags. Yeah, and week one is special. It's either week one or draft day, but all of these days are fantastic, except for the Super Bowl. I'm not a huge fan. Mm. But um, there's something about draft day. There's There's... Once a year, and I know NFL opening day happens once a year, but you're going to have a winner or a loser at the end of opening day. So, and most of the time for us, it's a loser. Um, so, I, I think draft day is just something special about it. It's so dramatic. Sometimes you can't write the stories that happen on draft day. So, that'll be my answer. What's yours? Mine is week one kickoff. Yeah. I'm always excited for that because we have to go through this long, drawn-out preseason of backups and then... It's like, finally, we're here. Week one, we've been waiting yeah, all, goosebumps for all sure. offseason for this. Finally, we have some hope. Everybody's got the same record. And then it goes to shit later in the year. But, like, that week one, if I, if I can remember, like, the past, the past, like, five years, I've always done, like, some piece of hype content around opening day because <laughs> I just get so hyped that football's back. But this year's a little different because after last year, I was like, I, I need every single day of this offseason to just relax and get my mind off football. But here we are talking about football still. But it's different. I'm not, you know, in the week-to-week gaming, game day by game day. We're not doing that, so it's a little better. But I'm enjoying this offseason so far. So I will not be rushing to week one kickoff this year. But it is still my favorite out of the ones you listed. All right, let's see what Alvin has to say. Hey, Dun Drew. It's your boy Alvin from Dallas, Texas. Um, to answer your question, me personally, I would say the best day is free agency, honestly. Um, because with free agency, you get to see who's going to be moving to which team. And especially like this year, cr- crazy amount of blockbuster deals and trades happened. And it was crazy. And there's still more to come, looks like. So... That shit is, that's probably the most exciting day. Even, I mean, Super Bowl, whatever, it's always the same, whatever teams, you always know who's going and everything. I would say free agency, but it's kind of hard to say as a Ravens fan because we never get anybody in fucking free agency. But I'm going to say free agency, and this shit's about to end. I'll see y'all later. Love y'all. Have a good day. Free agency is fun. Um, the thing about free agency is kind of drawn out to three days because the tampering period starts a couple days before free agency actually start, starts. So maybe day one of tampering, that's like the the best day. But free agency does last. It's kind of drawn out. Day one isn't always fire, but a lot of times it is. And it also comes with trades, which have been stupid this year. Yeah, and I used to like free agency a lot more when I played video games because I always like to see the changes that happen in the video game the next year more so with NBA than the NFL because the teams were so big but NBA I loved the off seasons and seeing what teams would be on a different team next time 2k dropped a new game so I see where Alvin and the free agency crowds coming from but I, I cared about that more when I played Madden and 2k now it's just like who are we gonna lose to even more now because I don't play these games no more. Debo, where are you going? What is up, Dunn and Drew? It's your boy EHC here coming to you live from Erie, PA. I just wanted to Eat answer your call. question in the community <laughs> chat and say Echo. that week one has to be the most exciting time um, for NFL oh fans. Everybody's undefeated. Nobody's taking an L. Nobody wants to kill themselves. Everybody minutes. thinks their team's going to do great things. So I think that has to be the number one time of the season. Appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Oh, wow. Succinct and... Correct. Yeah, week. I mean, oh man, when when that NFL red zone countdown starts, um, seven hours on un- uninterrupted football. When we go, when we're if it's home, we're tailgating. You know, hope is in the air. <laughs> Can't wait to see what it's our steaming hot look like, or if it's an away game. I mean, it's all it's all so exciting. Love football. We will talk about NBA playoffs in a little bit, but. uh Let's get our football fix in. This next one comes from Zach Thomas, the singer. Oh no, Zach Thomas Johnson. Zach Johnson. Why is it? New caller. How you got three first names? Zach Thomas and Zach Johnson. Thomas Johnson. Is Johnson's Johnson? a first name? Yeah, sorry, that's that's not true. I mean, 
Johnson. And some people. So Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. Nah, that's just two last names. <laughs> uh, that's still flowing through my blood, I think. Is it? You Man. think? You think I still got J and J in me? Yeah, the, epi- the efficacy is up there. I only up had there. one shot. I only had, had one. And my shot was in 2020. Damn, I'm pro. Damn. I'm approaching two years since my fucking shot. It'll be all right. I know I'll be fine. Yeah, but that's crazy. You never got boosted. No. Oh, wow. That's kind of wild. That J and J. Oh, that J and J always at me stupid. Yeah, that J and J. But when we went to the draft, that was last year. Yeah, that was last year. Wait, whoa, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, 2020. 2021 is when the vaccine came out. Oh, yeah. 20- For some reason, I thought that it came out right when COVID started. Oh, 2020 was when they said, okay. get y'all asses inside now. So I've only had my, my vaccine for a year. You know what's funny? At the Mets game, I was with a group of people, and, you know, some had masks, some, some didn't. You know, that's how shit go now. And the one guy that was wearing a mask, he texted me this morning saying he got tested positive for COVID. So, so he told you? Yeah. Come on, man. I don't. I mean, I don't care. I'm surprised. He's a, he was an older man. Though, oh, so, that's sweet. So actually. he was like, um, that's sweet. I like your tone changes because they're the age. It wasn't. A, it was a one. No, no, twenty year old. It's sixty year old guy. So he's like, uh, uh, boy, I want to <laughs> let you know something. <laughs> well, he's black, so doesn't have to be racist. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, just thought you know. What's my, up, my name? My, my son, <laughs> my son's good. My my son's friend's good. Just thought I'd let you know. I was like, yeah, don't care. Uh, Thank you. No, I didn't say that. But I just said thanks for letting me know. I'm keep going on. You got that Florida immunity. <laughs> hey, do. how was how was you flown many times during COVID? How was your first flight experience? Not having to wear a mask in the airport or the plane. Like I remember flying throughout COVID. It's a bitch because. You basically leave your house because you got to wear it in the Uber sometimes, and you don't take a mask off until you get to your destination state. Crazy. So how was it not having to worry about that? Honestly, I did not notice a difference. Oh, fuck. I know. That's not, <laughs> that's, that's not what you wanted to hear. No. I was looking forward to because, next week. Because, like, I uh, snapped Andy, you know, maskless, and he's just like, mask, no airport? I was like, this is because... A lot of the times, I would walk around the airport and put that shit on my chin. I am one of those niggas. Any chinny chin chin? I would have it. You know, I would sit away from people so nobody fucking bugged me about it. And I would put that shit on my chin or take it off while I was waiting for the plane. And sometimes when I was walking through the airport, I'd put it on my chin. But, um, and then on the planes, you know, the flight attendants aren't always walking around. They just check before the plane and, like, when they're descending. So, during the flight, if I'm, like, trying to sleep and shit... I put that shit down a little bit because I get, breathe. I get a little anxiety on planes and with the mask on it, it makes, I, I take deep breaths on planes. So I have to catch my breath sometimes. It's very hard to explain how my body reacts on planes, but sometimes if I'm like, it's kind of the same sometimes. If I'm like leaning forward in my seat while we're cruising in the air, sometimes just something will happen midair and I'll have to sit back. To catch like mm-hmm. the uh, equilibrium in my body, mm-hmm. it's weird. But what allows me to recover is deep breaths, and with a mask on, it's ten times harder to fucking get my equilibrium back on a plane because I'm like <laughs> I'm spitting the cotton back out. So I the would what? I would <laughs> the cotton that I paid. I would put the mask down on my fucking chin so I could breathe and recover. So. That's just my personal experience with the mask and flying. So, and my biggest issue was how it made my ears feel. Because even if I put it on my chin, the freaking tugging that the strap would do on my ear. Yeah, my right ear, it would, uh, it would fuck my right ear up. And then the fogging of my glasses that yep, it does. That happened very frequently. God, I can't wait to fly. 24 7, I would be fogging up my glasses. And if you had a cloth mask, you have to put your glasses down. Under the uh, material a little bit so your breath doesn't go up into it. Mm. Yes, there's a lot of different factors related for these masks. It's fucking stupid, but um, it's just funny that the guy that wore the mask the whole time tested positive. And but, but it, oh, that's the, he wore the mask. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes, but like maybe he had it beforehand. But like I, I got the double vax. I fucking don't go anywhere when I'm sick, so. I'm not going to make anybody sick because I'm an ox and I 
did a podcast across from this man when he was positive and I didn't get shit and I haven't gotten shit the past two years from flying. So either I'm fucking Jesus Christ or I have too soon immunity in there. You just rose. Yeah. Sorry, Jesus. Um, but where uh, were we? Yeah, Zach Thomas Johnson. <laughs> I was going to play his voicemail. Here we go. What up, boys? It's your favorite English teacher out of Austin, Texas. Hey, so I think I'm supposed to answer this question about which weekend is the best. Zeho? And I'm going to say uh, the best weekend is the Tanner? conference championship. And here's why. Week one no. is like when you had not had sex in a long time, and you kind of just need to get – just got to get the load off. Like – You've been waiting, you've been waiting, and you're waiting. It's like like everywhere, right? It's all over the place. Like that's one where it's – even if you lose, you're just happy that you got to do it, right? Mm, That's – But conference championship, man, that's the one where you bring your A game. You bring stuff – you bring things that you ain't never even tried. You've been waiting all year to try this move. You've been trying to do this thing. (laughs) That's like – that's when you really try to put your best at it. You know, it's on the line. And then, you know, Super Bowl – Super Bowl, everybody, it's like sex on Valentine's Day. Everybody does. That's a great. Like everybody's there. And then, you know, Fuck, I guess uh, draft weekend's like a hand job in the shower. It's just to get you through what? to get to the oh, season. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> See y'all. That was good. Uh, sex on Valentine's Day. I loved that one. Zach is funny. He said, I killed it. Perfect analogy. This man knew when he sent that voicemail that uh, he killed it. Uh, yeah. Sex on Valentine's Day or beer on St. Patrick's Day or. Candy on Halloween works. Works. Fireworks on Fourth of July. I don't. Why do people hate hand jobs so much? I like getting my stick tugged. I like my stick tug more than a blowjob. <laughs> don't repeat it. <laughs> I said so casually. I like, I like my stick tug. <laughs> I like my stick tug more than uh, a blowjob. Hey, I love hand jobs, and I'll get them dry too. If oh, that's you, interesting. If you guys... I'll do it myself, Dry. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me for some reason. Like, if... I just like my pee-pee being fondled. Pee-pee. It's it's just great. And I think it's because I've been just a, such a chronic masturbator since age 12 that... <laughs> 12. Oh. <laughs> that... What the fuck is wrong with you? That any... Life? That it, anybody touching my penis, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. And we... I think we all can agree that head is overrated because in the end, it's not the mouth that gets you off. It's the stroking mouth mm, combination. Interesting. So if yeah. she if you're coming from head without hands, she deserves a fucking or award. He. She deserves them. He or she, it, they, them deserve an award. Plus for that. So if you can get no other stimulation, if you're not touching nipples, putting something in your hole, or mm. sucking titties while you're getting head, I don't know how they work, but eating ass while you're getting head. If you're not getting any other stimulation while you're getting head, and you come like no ball touching, just mouth and head, then she's a goddess or he. Yes, but yeah, we keep we keep digressing. But yeah, that was another <laughs> tangent. Interesting. That is what it is. Mass on plane and, uh, and stick uh, touching. Stick touching. Thank you, Zach. That was a great analogy. All right. Next from our boy Tyler McGrilly. What oh. is fucking good? Here we go. It's your boy. We know Tyler, <laughs> aka McDub, aka Grillmaster. Grillmaster. Here he goes. <laughs> um, how you guys doing? I'm doing great. I'm good. Uh, can't wait to see you in a week. It's going to be crazy. Good, good, good. Good to hear. Um, Did you listen to this? So based off that question from the community text, what is favorite day of the NFL season in total? Basically the entire year because it's always NFL season. It is. Um, It honestly depends where your team is. Mm. Based off of my team right now, the Las Vegas Raiders. We know. I would say free agency is number one. Oh, Playoffs is number two. Draft is three because we got Devontae Adams and I don't give a fuck about the first round draft this year. It's all go Jags, baby. Let's go. Oh. Um, I love how he sent three fucking voicemails. Seabass hates when he does this, so <laughs> it's pretty funny. All right, let's see. Finish off my last uh, voicemail. Um, yeah, I mean, Super Bowl probably last right now just because we ain't going to get there right now. Maybe this year, but, but as an know. objective fan um, is what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
But, yeah, I mean, it's, I also would say this question is very team-specific. Like you said, for it Jags fans, the draft is like your Tyler, Super Bowl. can you hear me? So, Tyler. I'm ready to tear Vegas to the ground. <laughs> to be absolute degenerates for four days. If any of y'all listening to this is going to the draft party in Vegas, the Link Hotel, and you haven't done it yet for Bold City Brigade, Proceeds go to Head On Youth Impact. Jesus Buy your nice. tickets now, 50 bucks. All you can eat, all you can drink. Uh, you'll see a bunch of daddies there. I'll be there. Wearing a McWilliams Raider jersey. Say what's up. Um, <laughs> I love you. Get ready to black out. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders reference or an alcohol reference? He said that how we saw him at the last retreat last year, it will be times 10 in Vegas because he's – just a different animal in that city. Yeah, he says, He says. so at the retreat that we did with a group of daddies last year, he did not sleep. Like, he was going 100%. Like, he would be the first one to drink in the morning, maybe about 10 a.m., and then he'd be the last one to go to sleep at night, maybe like 5 a.m. 5 a.m. He was... Sun he was went, rising. He went stupid last year, and he says when he goes to Vegas, he's like... He's like Dunninger retreat on crack is what he is. So. Yeah, so I'm actually frightened for that. I am too. <laughs> because he, I have never seen anything like that at the retreat. And times 10, that's uh, it's quite that's a lot. Scary. That's scary. <laughs> that's scary. Your voice was gone day two. So yeah. are you going to have no voice in Vegas? I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Especially because we'll be there. So he's going to turn it up even more. Yeah. What? Okay, well, speaking of uh, Tyler... <laughs> A third? A third. Sorry, another uh, voicemail. I know three of them. People are getting mad. Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> NBA playoffs so far. Who do y'all think, just based off currently, I know some series are basically halfway over. I know Sixers, Raptors is basically it's over. Um, who do you guys see coming out of this round based on the current state of all the games in the round. series? Um, and do you guys change your finals and championship series predictions? Um, let me know. Did we predict? I still you did. think that when Book gets healthy, it'll be Suns, but I'm hoping it's Suns Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. And as of right now, I think it's Celtics and Heat, I'm going to say. Celtics and Heat in the uh, Eastern. Go Dubs. Uh, I didn't even give my prediction this year. That's just how little I've been watching. Man, you don't give a fuck. I guess I'd say Warriors. Um, and then <clears throat> Chris Milton just got hurt for a while, right? He did indefinite. You know who else just got hurt? Oh wait, he already said it. Booker. I'd say Warriors versus. Would it be weird to say Celtics in the finals? Yeah, I wouldn't be weird. They've been on a tear. Warriors versus Celtics in the finals. Warriors go, runs away with it. Yeah, that would be a bloodbath. Poor Celtics. But they're up 2-0 on the Nets right now. I did not see this coming. Um, currently eating my words. Nets Nets get bounced first round back-to-back. Yeah. I um, Currently eating my words because a lot of people are like, oh, Nets are frauds. And I'm like, how are you going to call KD and Kyrie frauds? But here they are down 2-0 to the fucking Celtics. And KD is shooting horribly. He shot four for 17 in the last game and had... Yeah, his Westbrook. I think he had 20-something points, but like 18 of them or 12 or 18 of them, correct me if I'm wrong, I wasn't watching the game, but he had double-digit free throws. So half or a majority of his points came from free throws. So I don't know what's going on with the Nets right now, but I'm going to tune into game three if I can to see what the hell is going on. Uh, that's tough, though, because West Coast, they, that game starts at like 10.30. Celtics Nets? Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about Warriors. Oh, no, no, no. I know the Warriors Oh, yeah, you're talking nice. about Kevin Durant. Yeah. I'm, He's on the Warriors. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that's embarrassing. I am. It's okay. Going. You're not NBA. It's not NBA. You're college football. But my Bulls, NFL. how about us tying up the series? You did. With the uh, and, Bucks. And now. Now with, Middleton's with out. Chris Middleton out. DeRozan, you see him drop 42? Yeah. I thought when he was on the Spurs. 41, chill, chill. I thought when he was on the Spurs, he's washed. No. Like. It's it's just Spurs do the ball movement thing. So Mm -hmm. everyone scores on the Spurs. Like, the seventh man will have 12 points. Like, everybody will score on the Spurs. So DeRozan was still doing good for us. It's just that 
Popovich says, everyone's touching this shit, and we're not going to have a 40-point score except once a year. So, Bulls are good. It's going to be tough for Giannis. He's going to ha- – oh, he's going to have to tough this thing out. Well, he's going to have to prove that he's MVP because he ain't got his boy. Yeah, uh, if you want to go re- replay the – Camera, I will uh, carry us, even though we're an NBA. I will still find something to talk about. And that is um, that I think uh, Gus Johnson calling games oh. is phenomenal. Did he do another one? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know either. But can tell you. It was the great. last game I watched. It was great listening to him on that first one that he did. So I hope he does more. I don't remember what broadcast channel it was i think it was i think siakam was playing siakam yeah he was which means raptors heat yes it will get heat second round i am nice you're back i am back i've got go bulls i've got warriors because they're unstoppable when healthy because they're back well yeah me and eric were just talking about this pool character yeah they drafted him okay they drafted him, he went to the G League, and now he's Steph Curry 2.0. And Steph Curry's coming off the bench, yeah. scoring 30 <laughs> he points. 34 points off the bench. Okay. And At 34 years old. An interesting series right now is Memphis in Minnesota. Is it? I thought. Or is it a, uh, one of these? I have to give my perspective on why it's interesting to me. Right. I meant to me, not for Well, that. let me tell you why it's interesting to me. Jaw. Cute. Morant. And Anthony Edwards. Oh, you like that little young battle? Yeah, that's why it's interesting to me. Carl An- and I love how uh, the Timberwolves are back in it. Carl um, Anthony Towns. He spent a lot of time out of the playoffs. Remember that? They just they kept missing it. They were trash. Who's their coach now? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. So so Anthony Edwards has brought them back to relevancy. Him. Cat playing well, and uh, D'Lo, you know, he came back from resurrection because D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, oh. he was um, he was so on the Lakers and he was on the Nets. He's on a couple teams. No, Knicks. I think he was on the Nets, so don't second-guess yourself. That's okay. But he came out of the draft. He was a high prospect out of Ohio State. He played good on the teams he played for, but now he's doing even better. They got this little mini trio going on in Minnesota, but I thought – because of the way that Memphis has played all year as a, like a top two seed most of the year, that they were just going to come out here and absolutely manhandle, oh, manhandle the Grizzlies or the Timberwolves, but it's not happening. Timberwolves are holding their ground. They had a significant lead in this game three that we're watching right now, but Memphis came all the way back and now they're up by five. So it'll be interesting to see how that finishes. But neither of these two teams will make it very far. It's just a young battle right now, but two inexperienced playoff teams that will get crushed by the Golden State Warriors, but nobody's beating the Warriors in the West and in the East. I think even they, the Suns? No. I so don't the Suns are going to come all this way again. Yeah, I don't think Bow out. Yeah, I don't think Suns are going to beat the Warriors. The Warriors just look way too good after what I saw in game 2 if they play like that in enough games in the 7 game series, it's over. But I think the East is going to spice up a little bit in the divisional rounds with the Heat and Sixers. And then the Celtics versus either the Bucks or the Bulls. I think the Bucks bulls series, how that's going to shake out with Middleton out, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But we're going to get cooking here soon in the NBA. We just got to get through this first round because there's a lot of injuries right now. So a lot of these series aren't going to be very competitive. But once we get to the division rounds, we're going to see some – Better basketball. So. Yeah, because we'll have the Nets will be out of it. Um, Maybe. That could still switch, you know. Kyrie and Katie are lethal. Switch, switch, switch. But, Did we ever but, talk about? But we will see some NBA playoffs in Vegas at Stadium Swim. You said switch, and it made me think of Will Smith. And I think I don't think switch. We, ever, we never addressed the slap. Too well, late now. But very late. Way late. But just wanted to bring that up. There was a whole conspiracy. Ayo, hey, what up, that. fuckers? Oh. Um, Nah, that was a little aggressive. Oh, dying. Didn't seem as aggressive in my. Anyways, um, best day in the NFL season. I would say it's a pretty close between draft day and the first day of free agency. Uh, but I believe must be a Texans fan. The first day of free agency kind of narrows a bit, narrows the lead, like takes the lead. But you shut the fuck up, cat. Oh my god. Um, I mean, out loud. Yeah, free agency kind of takes the lead because teams aren't looking forward to draft day if they don't have a first round pick. 
I mean, I know because the last two years the Texans have had a fucking first-round pick. So I've been looking forward more to free agency recently than I have the draft. Thank God this year I finally get to look forward to the draft, and it feels like day one free agency all over again. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Love you guys. Peace. Thank you, Hunter. Texans suck. Shout out to Below 500. They had me on their podcast last night. That was fun. Did you listen? I haven't listened to that. I didn't even know you were on it until I saw your tweet retweeted from Dunn and Drew account. It was actually pretty good. I uh, <clears throat> asked me a lot of good questions about the Jaguars. I am now a Trayvon Walker guy, like full on. Had, had well, you, full head of steam. You tend to do that. So uh, once the next guy comes about there, we... <laughs> that the rumors start talking about you're gonna be that you're gonna be all on on that guy Javon Walker and there'll boy. be another there'll be another Jags video about that player on the channel and then so. I ch- I changed my mind three times when I was on with them <laughs> oh did you yeah um and then I think I ended it with wanting Iki Iquanu I mean just having how like, did you I want to start how'd you just say you're all in on Trayvon and then say nah take Iquanu that's how my mind changes like I'll be so happy with anyone we get really so happy I'll be happy yeah I think, yeah, you'd probably be happy. Because you'd be like, damn, we got him. You'll, you'll have a positive reason for any one of the picks. I'll be watching highlights at the bar. At the club. Yeah. I was going to say, you'll be at the ASAP. party. You'll be at the party, too. So you'll just be on cloud nine, God. drunk as hell in front of Angelo's camera. I think the NFL Network booth is going to be near our hotel. Oh. I was listening to someone on the radio today talking about uh, how they're, you know, the behind the scenes for setting up for NFL Network. And they said that they're going to be near the link. Uh, Ferris wheel. Oh, looks like we're walking down. Overlooking the strip. So, the, oh, so they'll be kind of high then. Uh, next one, Tyler Goots. Timberwolves. Dunn and Drew, it's your boy Goots from Colorado calling in regarding the question. Favorite NFL week has got to be opening uh, kickoff. Yes, sir. Just because it's a fresh start. First, first real football in over six months. Um, and... It's not just that opening weekend for fantasy too. So that's pretty exciting Mm. always, (laughs) but uh, also calling in asking about uh, NBA playoffs. If you guys have been watching, I'm sure you have, Uh, which one is your favorite series so far? Also, would you rather for you guys too? Um, So would you rather had drafted Patrick Mahomes over Leonard Fournette in that draft? Or yeah. keep everything the way it is and have Trevor and hopefully having a great future. But you don't know what happens either way. Let me know, guys. So Love you. we're in now. Go down and do. Well, we're in now versus having Pat Mahomes. But if we took Patrick Mahomes, we, we wouldn't know if he'd become what he is now. Um, but Or we could have Trevor Lawrence knowing everything we know now. Well, I didn't want Lenny. I don't think anybody wanted Lenny. No, uh, a lot of us wanted Deshaun Watson. Yeah, so I'll take Pat Mahomes because we yeah, I'll were, take the greatest quarterback of all time. We were fiending for a quarterback in that draft, and they went and got Lenny, who was great at LSU, and then it just went to shit. So, but big big topic of discussion today after I dropped my. Uh, my biggest bust of the Jaguar of the last <laughs> decade for the Jags is, is Leonard Fournette a, a bust? I can't believe there were people actually defending Blake Bortles. Yeah, like, were, yeah. Blake Bortles over Leonard Fournette is who you're defending? That's weird because he was definitely a bust. Blake Bortles, after he left the Jags, he never landed on another team for like more than a week. At least Leonard Fournette actually did something with Brady. Like he could have been a Ronald Jones, but he wasn't. He was actually productive with the Bucks. But I can't defend Blake Bortles at all. But if you're arguing Lenny, then I'll listen to you. But <laughs> they're all busts. But uh, Goots, to answer your question, my favorite series so far is pretty – I think it's just Warriors Nuggets. I'm saying that because it's just fun to watch the Warriors play. It reminds me of the old Spurs, but with less excitement because they're – More excitement, he meant. Yeah, more excitement because the Warriors players are just – and that crowd is just so energetic. I want to go to a game in Chase Center just from what we're witnessing in our lives right now with Steph and Clay. That's like a pair that we, it's like a rare pair that you get in the NBA. There's nothing like it. 
two sharpshooters that if they get hot and don't miss, you're just looking at your TV screen like, how is this happening? What the fuck am I watching? It's and if you're bucket after bucket, and if you're a fan of the other team, and like Mike Green is calling the game, and like Curry just is unconscious, and so is Clay, and he hits you with bang. Yeah, Nuggets fans are in thirty points right now. Sorry, Colton, if you're listening, anybody in in Denver watching that series, I know y'all in shambles. But that's my favorite series right now, just because I'm enjoying watching the Warriors play. And there's not really any other competitive series right now. I think Bucks Bulls will get a lot better, but we're only two games in, so that's my take for that. Thank you, Goots. Yo, what up? It's Jonathan calling from Orlando, but originally from Jacks. First time caller, long time listener. Hey, and yeah, welcome. normally as a Jacks fan, I'd say the best day is the first day of the draft, but unfortunately. You know, this year's class doesn't really have, you know, much standouts or clear choice for number one like last year, right? Um, so instead, I'll go with week one kickoff. Uh, we'll have just finished up all the offseason hype and, you know, getting drawn back in for the beginning, just like always. And hey, we'll be undefeated for a short time too, so gotta enjoy that while we can, right? But, you know, love, love listening to y'all though, and I uh, hope you have a great rest of the podcast. Thank you for calling in. I love listening to new callers, longtime listeners. Appreciate that. Yes, don't be a stranger. Good, good answer. Appreciate it. What's up, Daddies? This is Jake calling in from Toledo. First off, I am in the most efficient drive-through line there is, even though I am in the back of the parking lot. That is Chick-fil-A, of course. Uh, curious what your go-to order is today. Mine is a half-and-half half sweet tea and lemonade, a couple sandwiches and fries. Sometimes I'll throw in some tendies in there. Either way, I gotta have sandwiches? some Chick-fil-A sauce. Let's see. Oh yeah, week one kickoff, definitely my favorite. Uh, you know, it's the pinnacle of the shit talking of all your fantasy leagues. Get in your last-minute trades before the season starts, and you ultimately regret that decision. But that's kind of just this how it true. goes. Speaking of which, Kyler isn't going anywhere. So keep my quarterback's name out your fucking mouth unless you want <laughs> to give him compliments. That's always good. Lastly, headed to Vegas this weekend, so I will do some scouting for you all, see if they got anything set up for the Thank week. Thank you. Anyway, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple good things. Uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, did you see that? The rumors? New ones? Yeah, new ones that, that, uh, that it's possible that he could be traded. Either that or the GM was asked about a trade. Either way, people react about the same. They're like, oh, God, Kyler Murray's traded, even if the GM just, like, gets asked about it. Uh, so what would you think about a Kyler Murray trade? That would cost – I feel – that's tough because they're kind of showing that maybe Kyler doesn't have that much value by them having not paid him yet. So can they really ask for like three first round picks, and what team would give first three first round picks? Um, not sure. How about like, uh, that's that's a that's a. I'm trying to think of what team would even trade for him because there's a lot of teams in the NFL right now that are pretty. What if the Dolphins and the Cardinals just swap quarterbacks? Just swapped. Like they they swap, but maybe the Dolphins will have to give them a first round pick and to a, for Kyler Murray. Maybe it's, it's close to a wash, but um, Kyler Murray and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. In Miami. And Jalen Waddle and Gasecki. That boy moving down to South Florida, boy. I'm going to back and roll back in FAU. Boy, that happened. Shit. Was that Ebonics? Yeah. For that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, big rumors. Uh, Chick-fil-A. I never get multiple sandwiches. You're you're wild. Yeah, that's like he said a couple sandwiches. I'm like, that's those that's wild. That's, if I anything, get, I do like a sandwich and nuggets, not two sandwiches. Though. I get a uh, number one, which is a Chick Fil A sandwich without pickles. Uh, <laughs> pickles are good. I used to add provolone cheese, but they don't have provolone anymore. How do you I just get, take away a cheese? How does that happen? I don't know. But yeah. I get the chicken sandwich, medium fries, medium sprite, and a chocolate chip cookie. I call it a day. <laughs> You get soda? Yeah. I never get I just, like, can't drink soda anymore unless it's mixed with Coke. I mean, <laughs> you mean uh, Jack. Jack, yeah. We'll get better. I'm not, I ain't been drinking. I ain't in the groove. Yeah. Um, this past weekend I did. I felt alive. I took a sip of Casa. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> I took a sip of Casa and Lemonade, 
yeah. the rooftop bar in Queens. Oh boy. And, uh, you know, I mix it up. It looks good. It's in a nice little medium sized glass, kind of bulky mixing it up. You know, I don't know how she poured it. I don't know what the, it's going to taste you? like, Oh, but I take my sip. I was like, Oh boy, that shit smacked me, bitch. I was like a triple shot, but I could still taste the lemonade. So it was like the perfect mix. Gave me a stupid buzz, mm. and I said, "Let me get another." <laughs> and then I went to the Mets game with a buzz, and I sobered up because we had to walk a lot. So that's that's the thing, man. I I drink. I can drink a double, but if I have to, you know, walk and move, I'm gonna sober up very quickly. Because I'm a big body and I burn calories. So put me in a place where I don't have to go anywhere and I can just drink. Draft party. I'm blacking. Because that's our hotel, too. Yeah. We don't have to go anywhere. Yes. But um, Chick-fil-A order go-to. I usually get the 12-count nugget with a mac and cheese now because I like to mix them up. I don't <laughs> fucking mac and cheese. I do with chicken. Uh, I do chick the chicken mac and cheese with buffalo sauce, and I mix it up and make my own meal. Mama, mama <laughs> I don't really get the sandwiches anymore. Not I and uh, and you I know, never get fries anymore either. Wow, it's delicious when I get the fry, and I also get Polynesian sauce. By the way, it's delicious when I dip that that sandwich in the Polynesian sauce and the fries. But when I and I and I feel I'm at Chick Fil A, I feel like I'm eating healthy. But I'm not. Mm. I'm eating a fried piece of chicken in between two pieces of bread. White bread. <laughs> yeah, that's that is so basic too. There's no lettuce, no because I, I ugh, that's tastes gross. The sandwich is literally a fried piece of chicken between two pieces of bread, and it's with delicious two with two pickles. <laughs> it is two thousand grams of sodium. Chill. I don't know that. That's neither here nor there, buddy. Um. And their milkshakes are pretty good. Oh, my gosh. Their cookies and cream milkshake is However, delicious. However, last drive-thru I went to, I was like, am I able to mix vanilla and strawberry? And they said no. I was like, why not? Like, just That's sketch. Just do that. I don't like that. I just say no. That's all you have to do is mix flavors. It's not that hard. But she said no, and I took it offensively. Whore. Um, she was. Next, Holden. What you got? Yo, Dunn and Drew, what up? It's Holden here, Tamu gang. I hope y'all are doing well. Sad to hear Eric's moving out, oh. but you, I understand. So and that was Patreon. I can't wait to see y'all in <laughs> July in oh. Austin. It's going to be a fucking cinema. <laughs> but um, my favorite day of the NFL year, this might sound weird, but mine has got to be week two kickoff. Week two! It's already so intense because you got teams, you have a good team that might be down 0-1, and you don't want to get down 0-2, obviously. I mean, you see the stat every year. It's like the percentage of your team making the playoffs if they're down 0-2. Denver. I don't That's remember true. the stat, That's but true. it's not fucking good. <laughs> so I just love how intense the NFL gets already by week two. Week two. I mean, that's what a lot of the other sports don't have is the intensity of the regular season. And NFL has that shit. Mm. So that's all I got to say. Go Dunn and Drew, baby. I like how that's its thing now. Go Dunn and Drew. When I week two comes, Holden, I'm going to message you and be like, you hype right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, How hype are you right now for week two? He's, he's got a point, though. It is added drama when teams that, you know, like the Packers last year, they got blown out by the Saints. And you're like, ooh, if they, they can't start 0-2. Oh, how will they rebound against the Dolphins? Or the, or the Chiefs if they start 0-1. Like, oh, boy. They have a tough matchup week two. Like, they're not going to fall down 0-2, right? Like, that's the odds of coming back from that. Um, so, yeah, you've got, a, you've got a good point. I have also followed that storyline as I've been a fan of the NFL of the 0-2 team. So, uh, it's, I like that. It's a cute answer, Holden. And I also cannot wait to see you in, uh, in July in Austin, Texas. It's going to be a fucking three-part Cinema. Yo, Dunn. Yo, Drew. Hey. Miss your voice. It's Flamingo Ad Boy. Why don't you come over? I just had Where you at? one you quick club. question. <laughs> Who is your top three receivers do this? in the league that run the best routes? How I know. This <laughs> is specific. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, I thought he was Miss your voice. Love you, boys. Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. Uh, that wasn't answering the question that we had for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he uh, gave us one instead. <laughs> I mean, I he, he, you're asking me like I watch film. 
like uh, this is my answer from my observation. No, this is just what I hear. I guess it's got to be Devontae Adams. Um, I was going to say him. So oh, Cooper Cup. And, and Hunter Renfro. And Darren Waller. Darren Waller? He runs routes? I've never seen him run routes. We're, we're going Adams, Renfro, and Cup. Because Renfro and Adams basically run the same routes. Watch the tape. Ugly ad boy. I mean, Bobingo ad boy. <laughs> I thought he was going to say something about the Heat. Big Heat fan every time he calls in. Because they're up 2-0 right now. Heat and four, Flamingo. Who next? We're done. Oh, that's it. Um, So, NFL draft. Yes. Give me your prediction of the first three picks. Who's second and third? Lions and Texans. Texans. Jags are taking an offensive lineman. I'm I just s- don't think that's the case. I'm set on that. It's either Hutchinson or Walker, bro. I hate to admit, I hate to break that to you. It's fine, but it's going to be an O line. Detroit is taking Aiden, and the Texans are taking who? The Texans need everybody. Who the fuck? Who? What are they projecting the Texans to pick? Um, they're uh, Iki Iquanu or mm, he'll be off the uh, board. One of the corners. Corner. Guess they got to replace Matthew. Seven years later. Stingley. I'll say they take Stingley Jr. Nice name. From LSU. Um, Sauce Gardner is who Hunter wants. He's apparently like oh yeah, super think, good. I think he's like the first ranked CB on the board. And Kyle Hamilton's safety. He's pretty high up there. Although I don't remember much of him other than that one play he had against Florida State where he ran across the field to intercept it. That was so long ago, but that is the only play I remember from the last college football season. So who do you think the order will be? One, two, I think three. I think it'll be Aiden Hutchinson. So you said three different things about this first pick on this one episode. You you're talking about Trayvon, you're like Aquanu, you want now you're like, we're getting Aiden. All right, here we go. Here we go. Re, re, re-rack. re-rack. This is the last episode till the draft. You need to say something concise. Okay, I gotcha. This is how the first five picks will go, okay? You want five? You want fucking five? Oh, I want five in, in me, five in me, five in me, five in me, five in me. I could have gone faster. NFL Draft 2022. I got this Alabama hemp in me. Shout out to Joe. Sheesh. Um, all right. Up. Here we go. How about fucking Baker still not on a team? Diva he's, Samuel he's a, he's won a, a trade. He's a brown. Well, you know what I mean. I'll be backing up Watson. All right. I have the Jaguars taking Trayvon Walker. There he goes. The Detroit Lions are elated to pick Aiden Hutchinson. Mm. The Houston Texans are even happier that they are able to take Iki Iquanu. Fell into their lap. To protect Davis Mills. The New York Jets will shock the... NFL and take a wide receiver, Chris Olave. What? Am I am I wow. am I capping? No, this is your list. So we can't tell um, you if you're capping. That actually might not be true. That might this might be where uh Thibodeau goes. Um and the Giants will take Evan Neal. Mm. Oh yeah, Giants need an O line bad. And then the Panthers will take uh, one of the corners, Sauce or Stingley. Who is Panthers quarterback? Um, Darnold and Cam Newton didn't work out. Darnold. Is it PJ? PJ I, bet they, I bet they trade for Baker. It's mm, true. And the Falcons, they don't have a quarterback either after giving Matt Ryan to the Colts. So much happened this offseason. So much. And still more to come with Debo Samuel. He, uh, How about the Jaguars giving Kirk Cousins so much money like – Threw a curveball. Like, who would I say? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh. Kirk, Kirk. Yeah. Tomato my busy. Yeah, Thank you, soundboard. Christian Kirk so much money, it really threw a wrench. And all these teams who were hoping that their players were content, they all see Christian Kirk's contract and 
They all talk to their agents. Their agents talk to the team. Well, we're going to need more money. Cooper Cup is silent during all this. Best receiver in the league. wonder what he's getting paid. Um, so, uh, so let me read this. Um, Daniel Jeremiah answered questions for an hour and a half today, previewing the draft with, uh, with media, media conference call. Um, and I'm just going to read through just to prepare everyone for the draft and you, Eric. Um, oh, I need prepped. Pep I know. Me. I know you're a layman draft guy. So, so let me read, let me read this, these takeaways. Number one, count this draft among the most unpredictable in recent memory, which is great for the ratings. Roger Goodell is hype with a lack of elite star power in this, at the top of this group with every team starting with Jacksonville at number one overall could go in a number of directions. Get acclimated to hearing this phrase, best player available. That is true, actually. That's good. That's a good point. With so much uncertainty involved, one team has to own the Jenga piece that could bring the whole tower down, right? Perhaps the power rests in the hands of the Houston Texans general manager, Nick Cesario. Mm. Houston is a true wild card to me, Jeremiah said. They can go any direction. You always try to talk to friends around the league and try to get out on it. Try to get a gut on a team. Usually, your buddies will tell you. I think this player matches team. Blah blah blah. Maybe cover uh, Nick does a good job. <laughs> uh, I don't care about the Texans. All right, number two. This draft is especially strong at two positions: receiver and edge rusher. But much of it depends on what an executive is looking for in their team's pass catchers. In the case of Washington Commanders, it's such a stupid name. <laughs> they're simply seeking a quality running mate for Terry McLaurin. And his counterpart could look rather different depending on the preference of the commander's general manager, Martin Mayhew. I don't know if there's a wrong answer between those first two, Garrett Wilson and Drake London, Jeremiah said. I said Garrett Wilson, right? When mm-hmm. I said, yeah. Uh, there's two th- schools of thoughts with wideouts. You said, uh, if you're talking Chris Olave, that's what I said. I meant Garrett team. Wilson. Oh. Um, da, 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 build basketball type receivers. Yeah, you want basketball type of receiver core. You want guys with different skill sets. We know that. Um, okay, Drake London. I'm hearing Drake London's name a lot, but I haven't. I didn't hear or watch much of him. In, I don't think we will have to worry about him because he's going to be gone. USC. We might, but if it's deep and we, if we go defense at one and. Wide receivers haven't been taken. We should go there. I am interested in uh, that Georgia wide receiver. Pickens. Yeah. Uh, Number three, speaking of receivers, Jeremiah sees this deep class as containing plenty of first-round talent. Okay, good. He just wouldn't rank any of them ahead of record-breaking Bengals receiver Jamar Chase. This is a really solid group, Jeremiah said, especially this top six or seven guys, which if the Jaguars pick at 33, if, if, like, Five are gone by the time we get to, like, the mid-20s. I'm going to be so nervous because there's going to be receivers that, like, I'm going to want. Mm-hmm. And if they get picked by, like, the th- receiver-hungry Chiefs or um, any of the other teams at the top of the f- bottom of the first round that need receivers, I know I'm going to be holding my breath. Actually, no, I'll be blacked out of my mind. <laughs> And not give a fuck. Yeah, but you're, you're not seeing picks two through thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna be. I feel like we're gonna be so occupied during the party that we're not gonna be watching the picks get taken. Like there's gonna be. So, well, the players. There. I don't know. It's, it's Vegas though. We're not be watching that shit. I know we're not. He said he would take Devonte Smith and Jalen Waddle also over any wide receiver in this group. Um. But he does really like the group, six, seven guys. Um, I don't think the depth in the fourth round and beyond is as good as some of the others we've seen, but I think up until that point, it's pretty good. Mm. I think so. God damn, I wrote a lot. Number four, tackle has quietly become a debated position at the top of the class. Evan Neal was seen as the leading candidate early in the process, but Akeem Aquanu uh, has closed the gap. The Giants could take either of them with a fifth overall pick, <clears throat> although Jeremiah made a good point. The new brain trust in New York historically hasn't invested a lot of draft capital in the offensive line. Well, that's why they brought in a guy to change that. So, 
The Eagles, number five, the Eagles have a pair of first-round picks at their disposal and could address a couple of different defensive positions. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> Fucking Eagles. Despite picking the six in the sixth spot, the Panthers might be in a tough position. Carolina could miss out on a both of the top tackle prospects, a screaming need for the Panthers, per Jeremiah. And the Panthers still need another option at quarterback. Six overall seems a little high to take any of the quarterbacks in this class, but it's not going to be easy for any team to trade down from upper portion of the first round. Um, number seven, the Panthers might also two Panthers. The Panthers might also be the most likely team to restart the quarterback carousel, which has gone um, dormant. Oh yeah, it has the quarterback. Yeah, the quarterback carousel has kind of quieted. After the Colts traded for Matt Ryan. Yeah, it's over. We still got Jimmy Garoppolo on the Niners. You stay um, Baker Mayfield on the Browns. Uh, so, goodness. Okay, a couple more. Number eight, with trade still on the brain, don't expect to see a lot of movement in the first half of the first round. Yep, don't expect that either. Uh, no one trying to trade up in this one. Number nine, Baltimore has multiple defensive holes to plug. Okay, don't care. Number 11, wait, where's 10? Is that 10? Oh, 10. Another match made in heaven might come from the state of Utah. New England could use the new blood at linebacker and Oots star Devin Lloyd. Okay, good for them. Um, number 11, last one. Finally, as is tradition, the draft includes some polarizing players, perhaps more so than any other class. Interesting. One comes from West Lafayette, Indiana, where George... Karlaftis compiled an impressive career as a boilermaker and shined at the NFL scouting combine, but has yet to convince the majority of teams he'll be a difference maker at the next level. Jeremiah believes he will be. Uh, okay. That's not that polarizing. Okay. So, I'm ready for the draft. Are you? Yes, I'm ready. It's, it's what is it, five days away now? One, two, three, four. Well, my flight's five days away, but... So a week away from today in, wow, 1026 next Thursday, what will we be doing? What will we be saying? At this moment? At this moment. I'll be saying some gibberish. Because <laughs> we, uh, we're going into the unknown here. We, the only thing known is that we're going to a party with a lot of NFL players. We have no... No say in what happens after that. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what we're going to do. You know, the schedule is show up, party, and drink, and give you guys content, which is why I don't think we'll be watching the first round that much because we're going to be focused on capturing that first pick get taken live. And then after that, a lot of mingling, buddy. But I'm sure everybody will be on Twitter and there's going to be so many people around us that will just feed us information of what's going on in the draft that we won't have to watch it. I'm a junkie, though. I'll definitely be watching. We'll see. But the final guest list so far, if more people come, you'll just have to see on Twitter. Tony Baselli, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, Marvin Jones, Cam Robinson, Laquan Treadwell... <laughs> Leon Searcy, Mike Hollis, Gary Walker, Aaron Beasley, Kevin Hardy, Zay Jones, James Robinson, TJ Ward, Tory Holt, Hall of Famer Bruce Smith, Desmond Howard from Michigan, Steve Berlin, y'all know Steve Berlin, Ronaldo Wynn, y'all know who, y'all know who, Steve Berlin, Steve Berline, oh yeah. Who? Damn, that who come in too slow. I got to do that again. Uh, Ronaldo Wynn, TJ Slaughter. Who? Marcus Stroud. Forgot to mention that. Maybe he's still cool with Big John and get us on the pod. Would, lo- would, love, would love that. And then Trevor Lawrence and Barry Sanders. So that wraps up the guest list. $50 entry. How did this come about? How, how, did, how are these guys courted to this party? So like who's paying these people to be there? Um, I don't know how that's working. I'm not in the the business side of it. I'm just telling people where to show up and get fucked up. But obviously, they're getting paid for an appearance fee. They won't be the whole party. That's why there's a schedule being created of when they'll be there. 
and mostly their agents get talked to and sponsors obviously play a part in it as well so most of these athletes have sponsors attached to them so that helps bring in some cash as well so we'll be there next thursday very excited and then after that we'll have another 12-hour day on friday next week at two different stadium or pool venues watching nba so and the draft it's going to be a wild week not even weekend because we leave on Saturday. It's all during the week. Gronk so. will be at one of the parties, apparently. Yes. So it's his pool party. If you pray, pray for our safety and pray for a viral piece of content. And um, if you can make it out, make it out. If you can't, just stay tuned, locked into our pages because we will be, you know, spamming every single fucking platform YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. I ain't touching Lincoln. 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 <laughs> I'm touching Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln. The only place the only place where we probably won't be is Snapchat. And LinkedIn. I'll be on LinkedIn. You're not gonna be on LinkedIn. I'll be on LinkedIn. You're going live on LinkedIn, boy. Come live on. on LinkedIn. We're live on LinkedIn <laughs> for the NFL draft party in Vegas. Where are my business people at? <laughs> let's go. Chirp, chirp. Any final thoughts? No, let's go. <laughs> That's our show, guys. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for telling us your favorite NFL day. But until next time, just kidding. Make sure you all subscribe to that Patreon, patreon.com slash Dun and Drew. Listen to us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Bump us in the whip. Tell your friends. Tell your daddy. Tell your grandmammy. Until next time, it's been Dun and Drew, baby. Enjoy the NBA playoffs and keep the train going, man. Let's go. This train stops for no one.